But once you know who that those people are, you can actually go online, you can go into groups and you can actually find out the questions that they're actually asking. Mm-hmm. And once you find out, here's the part, when I first learned it, it was like, the light just went, it went the explosion in my mind was like, it, it tied so much of it together because people have probably done the exercise of defining your ideal client avatar. Welcome back to another episode of Talking With Experts podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cowden, and this week I've invited Joe Moulton all the way from Canada to share what it's like to train and coach alongside Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. In this episode, we'll be discussing all about risk-taking, taking advice from the right people, and how to command presence. Thank you so much, Joe, for jumping on the podcast today. Um, it's a privilege to have you on Talking With Experts podcast. Uh, I know you are a coach and trainer for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, a business coach, author, podcaster, and the founder of Risk Mastery. But that's what I can find on the internet. I want to know more about you and what what you're an expertise in, how you got started with Tony Robbins and... Excellent. Well, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm really super excited about the show. I hope your listeners get some value in our conversation today. So uh, where would you like me to start? I can take you through, uh, you know, how, you know, how we get started and things like that. It's, you know, you lead me on the interview and I'll tell the story, my friend. Okay. So how did it, how did you start your, how did you get into NLP and mindset and why did you start a business in the first place? Let's start there. Well, my, my very first kind of foray into mindset training and NLP and things like that, um, I actually uh, have a little sister who she did two active tours in Afghanistan, and she came home with uh, severe PTSD. And, you know, of course, the family looked into things like that. And it's my baby sister. So I was really interested in any way I could do anything I could do to help her. And it's funny, along that journey, not recognized so much in Canada, but more in the United States and in the UK, uh, they treat, uh, you know, first responders, people who've been in the military, who, who, have, who suffer from PTSD, they treat them with hypnosis. Yeah. So that's actually what I, where I very first started my journey. I started taking all of the hypnotherapy and clinical hypnosis training that I could take. But during that journey, uh, one of my mentors at the time uh, introduced me to NLP uh, to Richard Brand, uh, Rich, Richard uh, Badler. And the part that he introduced to me, he said, you know, there's lots of people that are good at hypnosis, but if you want to be really excellent, if you want to make a difference, um, then you could, you, you should learn NLP first. So that was probably about seven years ago, of course. So I went into NLP. Uh, I became an NLP uh, practitioner, started practicing uh, clinical, there's, there's no registered hypnotherapists in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, they, we're called clinical hypnotherapists. So we actually okay. provide it. We provide a service, but it's an out-of-pocket service. Medic, the medical field or, you know, medical plans don't cover it. Started to provide some service um, to first responders. I actually provide that service uh, as that's my give back. I actually provide that service to anybody who's been in an active battle. So anybody who's been in an active war, active war type country, mm-hmm. anybody who's been in um, firefighters who've been act, active large fires or police officers, paramedics who've been in you know traumatic situations, we actually offer that for free. Um, 
but I had a really difficult time. Of course, it was my baby sister. And, and you know, some, sometimes I learned very quickly, you can't coach those who don't want to be coached. And it's yes. not that she, it's not that she wouldn't want to be coached, but you know, nobody, she knows me as her older brother. She doesn't know me as, you know, someone who does hypnotherapy. A coach, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but I was hooked at that time I was hooked. And of course, anybody who, who has studied NLP for any amount of time, uh, Grinder and Vandler realized that that's where Tony Robbins got mm-hmm. his, got his start. Uh, and what a lot of people don't know, a really great tip is actually Tony Robbins, when he started actually practicing, when he, when he got out from under, when he had his own practice and when he, when he stopped working for Jim Rohn, his actually biggest foray into his own personal development was in Canada. That's actually where he got it started was in Canada. So he started out in Canada. So of course, you know, once, once you get hooked on Tony Robbins, I, I dove in uh, as deep as I could. I started, you know, all the seminars and, you know, UPW, all the training I could get, not only from Tony Robbins, of course, you know, when you, when you start to get introduced to Tony and you get to in, introduced into his circles, um, you start to find other really great coaches, really great six. I, I don't know if they so much call themselves influencers, but they do influence the narrative because they've had so much success in their own kind of ventures. And, and so then I started getting, you know, um, started learning more about Dean Graziosi, about Russell Brunson, about mm-hmm. Grant Cardone, really amazing people. Um, the, the interesting fact, what a lot of people don't know about some of these folks is actually, um, some of these really successful people actually are, have all been students in one form or another of the Jim Rohn program. So of course, then unfortunately, Jim has passed away since, since, you know, I, I've got into this, but I actually started to take some Jim Rohn programs um, in, in kind of that adventure. Mm-hmm. I got in, introduced to a program called mastermind.com. Uh, mastermind.com is how actually Dean and Tony have built this platform where they actually take individuals like ourselves who are interested in, in service, in, 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 in introducing and providing change to people. And they've developed a course and a platform to make it easier, take you know, four decades of their learning and jam it into a course where we could actually take decades and compress them into days and actually learn that program. So I started off with that program, uh, started off with that family and surprisingly, um, Dean looked for individuals within the program that were having success to actually bring on and, 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 and mentor under Dean and his team. So Dean, Pete Vargas, um, a lot of individuals like yep. that, Pat Quinn, I can't forget Pat, he's an amazing individual, uh, and, and kind of learn directly from the master so that we could actually take the message and, and, and actually start helping mm-hmm. because we have yeah. thousands, thousands of people that are in mastermind to actually expand out and, and help them. So that's kind of how I first got introduced to it. And then it's just expanded from there. And are, are you a coach at the Tony Robbins events? Do you support at the events? Uh, well, we actually, so when Dean first took it on, we just did all of the mastermind type events. So the, the KBB World Summit, we do the, the, the mastery program through Dean and Tony. It's actually just been over the last year uh, where Tony's actually really pivoted his platform as well. Of course, anybody who's been to a live 
Tony Robbins event. It's, it's amazing. It's always amazing. And Tony's such a giver and he's such a powerful speaker. He commands an audience and he, he, the man never has to work another day in his life. He has enough money that he doesn't mm -hmm. have to, but it's his passion for helping people that makes him continue to drive on. And so he came to Dean and his team because Dean is a master when it comes to social media marketing and mm -hmm. con content marketing and providing internet type content. Dean, I don't know if, if your listeners would know, but you know, Dean back in the day used to be known as you know, the king of the infomercial. He used to sell a program back in the old days when they did infomercials late at night. And he transitioned that. He really transitioned into marketing over, over the internet and, and, and taking mm -hmm. that platform. And so Tony's actually come to Dean and, and <clears throat> now they've always been in a partnership, but have become more partners. So Dean and team help out with UPW, with the KBB World Summit. So of course, right now with COVID, uh, we help now virtually with the mastery programs and yeah. things like that. We are, when the, when the mastery programs break out, we are the trainers and, and, and that, that work with the teams. Yeah. Um, so what would you say have been like the greatest lessons that you've that you've learned for or taken away from Tony or Dean himself? Well, I'm actually pivoted a little bit. I think the greatest lessons I have learned are actually from the participants. I mean, everybody knew Tony and Dean and Russell Brunson and, and Pete Vargas and Pat Kit Quinn were great. Everybody knows that. But when you see people who from all walks of life, from all types of educational backgrounds, all type of trauma or non-trauma backgrounds, all type of financial backgrounds. When you see those people who, through Tony Dean's program, actually start to believe in themselves and actually put that belief into action, that's the biggest learning. So I've helped, been able to help hundreds of people through the Dean and Tony program. Uh, of course, over the last uh, year or so, because of this COVID, I've actually mm -hmm. expanded out into my own programs, helping business owners launch their own online business and grow. But to, to take these people who, the real learning for me is, is I guess, is it, it sounds so cliche, but anything really is possible. Um, you know, and, and what I try to say that people say, well, you know, it's, you know, I can't go to the moon, Joe. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure probably one day, you know, somebody told Elon Musk at one point he couldn't go to Mars, but look what he's doing. So anything's mm. possible with the right amount of action uh, pursued with the right yep. amount of vigor. So that's the biggest lesson I've ever learned. What do you think it is that stops people? You know, because I think at, for me, starting the podcast and going out and starting a, a video agency, it's a big step. It's a big step outside of the comfort zone. And you get that imposter syndrome, you get a lot of self-doubt and you might be taking action, but then you self-criticize. What do you think is it that prevents people from taking that next step or being bolder with their risks? I think it's three things. I think one, is getting the right mindset. I think you, you have to be in the right mindset and, and, and that's bigger than just one thing. It's understanding your own self negative talk, understanding how you were raised and all those things, how they influence your mindset and then understanding how your own circle influences your mindset and, and understanding it from both sides, like understanding the positive and negative, positively 
you're going to have family members, you're going to have friends who, who will say, whoa, 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 you know, you don't start a business, play it safe, take a job. And the positive side is that is they're doing that because they love you. They're doing that out of, you know, protecting you. But the negative side of that is people take advice sometimes, you know, would you ever take advice on investing from someone who's never invested? Would you ever learn to play tennis from a basketball player? No. You, you, and so sometimes we confuse that commitment we have our, to our loved ones to, oh, well, I love them, so I have to take their advice. So I'd say mindset is the first step. The second step is actually, you know, starting to kind of have some real tactics to one of the big things that we teach our folks uh, with our risk content is that everybody has a certain level of risk. There's, there's four risk platforms that we teach our folks about, whether it's personal risk, whether it's financial risk, whether it's regulatory risk, which is legal risk, or whether it's reputational risk, how people are going to think and see you you need to understand what your level is because you can't actually commit and go all in mm -hmm. unless you really understand that. Because if you understand that your financial, some people, they don't have the financial resources to risk $100,000 or $200,000. Mm -hmm. They only might have the financial resources to risk $1,000, but they have the personal time risk. They can invest 20 hours a day sometimes if they really want to make some. So we, yeah. we teach our folks, it's something that we've developed outside of the Tony, Tony and Dean brand. We actually teach people to understand their risk profile because what happens is then they can take 100% full action until they get up against, they know what their risk is. So I'll give you a prime example. Yeah. If, if you have the financial risk to say, I'm willing to commit $10,000 to this business venture. I'm willing to spend $10,000 on this risk. Well, then we work with our clients to say, okay, great. Here's some things you can do. Here's how mm -hmm. you can use that money to speed your pace. Here's how you can use that money to advertise. Here's how you can use that money to hire people to help you. And as they, we set goals with them to say, okay, once you get to 33% of your spend, of your financial mm -hmm. spend risk, you need to understand, we need to start measuring. Are you getting the success that you want? Okay, now that you've got 33%, we can tweak or we can change our strategy because we know we're not getting the results that we want. Okay, now we might be up to 66%. Okay, 66%, but, but you know, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to spend $10,000. I've only spent six, I'm starting to see results because a lot of the time, and Chris, you'll probably know, a lot of the times you see, it's those, it's those little steps that you take that you don't see, you don't see, you don't see, you mm. don't see. And then all of a sudden, if you've planned 10 steps on step number nine, that's where you really start to see the, wow, I really see the movement now. I really see the yeah. actions. So we teach people to understand about that. And then the other thing is, is actually having some actionable tasks. And, and that seems so simple. And, and the, it's the biggest thing I've ever learned from Dean. Um, it doesn't have to be hard to be successful. It could be simple. It's the actions you take and the frequency that you take them. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of people who are spinning their feet. They're taking action. Mm -hmm. But they're taking action. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're moving the needle. You know what I mean? Yes. And so we actually teach people, you know, how to measure their success, how to measure their failures, what to do when you have a failure, what to do you to increase those success. Give them some action, some actual actionable tasks to actually take them to the next level when they're launching and growing their business. One of the things I love when Dean says, uh, Dean taught us very early on, is that. 
you have to have a good mix. There's the, he, he calls it the rah-rah, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. There's the mindset. There's, there's the part that gives you that energy that puts you in this state where you actually want to go out and achieve and take action. But if you, <laughs> exactly, pump, it's that pump you up. And you need some of that. You need someone to pump you up. You need someone to be your cheerleader, your coach in your corner. But if that's all there is, you mm-hmm. can do it. You're going to be great. Take action. Okay, what action? Just take some, you know, that, that doesn't. But then if you go on the other side and it's just all tactics, 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 action, do this step, do that step. You probably will get burned out because, so that's the big third step. I think what I would say is, is, is having that good combination of motivation and tactics. It can't be all or nothing of either or. So I think that's the big three things. Understand your mindset, understand what, because if, Hey, if business was easy, everybody would do it, right? If, if launching a business, launching a podcast, if, if providing a service to people online, if, if just doing this, going on a podcast and actually giving your opinion was easy, people weren't going to judge it. Everyone would do it, but the risk is definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. So understanding what that is and then taking some action with some actual actionable steps. Yeah, that was, yeah, I, I agree with you. And as you were going, I thought, let's let's have some actionable steps, but then you actually shared. So that's good, because I'm sure the listeners were like, yeah, he's talking about actionable steps, but what actionable steps should I take right now today? And I know I watched your video from Saturday that you did with you, you shaving your head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a that's a new way of doing things, but it's it's engaging and it got my attention. I know you uncovered some questions I wonder if you could share that with some of the listeners to maybe help them make better decisions today. Well, it's an old NLP technique and I love it. It was one of the most, it's, well, you, you've probably seen it lots, Chris, with the people that you talk to. Sometimes you just need someone to tell you something simple that you've probably heard 10 times before, but when they tell you, it just blows your mind and you're like, yeah. wow, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And in in NLP, they talk about, you know, communication has so much power because our subconscious mind hears our communication, our subconscious mind hears our inner speak, what we say to ourselves. So we got to inner speak and communicate better. And one of the things that they talk about is how people will generalize, distort, or delete pieces of the conversation. And by actually doing that, we do it, of course, because we have thousands of sensations that are happening all at one point. I would ask your listeners to try this exercise. I remember when I did this. If you stop and think for one second right now, whatever it is you're wearing, let's say you're wearing a a shirt. If I ask you, do you feel what the material on your shirt feels like on your back? I bet that they do right now. I bet they're thinking and they automatically got a sensation. But until I asked that question, you're you're, you're, there's just too much mm-hmm. sensory overload. So your brain just, well, we also do that with our communication. So some of the very powerful questions, let me give you a prime example. A lot of people, when they're going into business, and I've heard this from many of the clients that I coach personally, will say, well, nobody really supports me. And, and I love putting it back. It's, it's such a simple reframe back to them. It's like, nobody, you put it into a question and you can see they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, nobody. You've talked to everybody in your family, 
everyone in your community, everyone in your town, everyone in your country, everyone in the world. You can't find one person that would support your idea. Well, I don't mean that. Okay. How do you know they don't support you? What have they said to you? And what have they said to you specifically? Well, it's not really what they say. It's, it's what I know they're thinking. Oh, so you've read their mind. Okay, great. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny. It seems like such a simple little task. It seems mm -hmm. so th those are just two of the questions. It seems like so simple, but a lot of the time we, we our, our subconscious mind wants us to be right. Mm -hmm. So if I say everybody wants me to fail, if I've already told myself in my negative talk, this business is going to fail, our reticulator, reticulating activating system, which you've heard Tony say before, mm -hmm. yep. it'll find it'll find reasons. It'll find reasons to prove us right. And 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 I've had clients who've gone back and said, well, you know, I was never good at, I was never good at English in in elementary school. Well, you're 45 years old now. It's time to let go of that negative yes. belief. Uh, you're quite articulate when we talk. So, those are some of the questions. Um, and I guess I would love for your listeners, Chris, to come over and listen to some of our content because we do try to provide some of that twice a week. We have Wisdom Wednesdays and we have Shave Session Saturdays. I'm glad you liked it um, <laughs> because it's one. I need to comment and uh, hashtag replay, but <laughs> I was just it was just pre pre uh, interview. I just thought I'd listen, and it was it was really great because I I did NLP I did my NLP prac in 2018, but never got into practicing NLP because it, it wasn't for me it, it wasn't for me at the right time. But I've managed to continue to listen to it and take it on board and. I really love NLP and I'd like to do my master training definitely in the future just to, to get better at it. But I, I like, I like the reframing of questions. I like it when you reframe the question and change the perspective. And I've had a mindset coach come on before and he really helped me reframe the situation because I was doubting myself for this podcast, even though I'd had the support from all these people why did i why did i get lost in my own thoughts that is the question <laughs> and, and it is amazing isn't it i love that you brought that story up because isn't it amazing sometimes it's so hard for us to like if someone tells us something positive we almost let that almost pass over so it's like oh yeah yeah because because then we start to raise well they have to say that because they're my friend or that's my mom she has to say that but for some reason when someone throws a dart at us negatively Mm -hmm. And just let that sink into the bone. It's just the it's just the way uh, a lot of people were. You know, it, it's the mindset that they were trained as they as they grew and and, and became an adult. And it, it's really it's people like yourself, it's people like myself, and it's through self journey. Um, well, you I'll ask your listeners, and you know, and I'll ask you. Until you started to look at NLP, until you started to look at self development, people like Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn or so on and so forth. You know, if someone said, you know, you need to reframe your mindset, people would be like, what is Joe talking about? What are you talking about? But when you actually understand, it's like, I love the saying, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, Chris, but I love it. People are so willing to take accountability for the good things that happen in their life, but they're not willing to take accountability for the bad things. Uh, no, and there's a similar one from, I think it's like episode four with Osmond. He 
said negativity didn't get you anywhere try positivity or something along those lines and see how far it gets you one of our one of our trainers i love what he says his name's mike place great guy uh, if you get a chance to listen to some of his stuff you should um he said you know you can work hard to hold on to your negative beliefs but where has that gotten you so far yeah. Yeah, it's a great it's a I, I have to give mike all the credit because he you know i i steal it with pride but it's yeah. his saying yeah <laughs> i think well everything we know has been taught to us so uh, everything that's coming out of my mouth is from somebody else's <laughs> but that's just how it that's just how yeah. it is um uh, so i know we've we've spoke a little bit about nlp but and a little bit about risk mm-hmm and you spoke about helping people grow their business. What tips or strategies could you help somebody that is starting out uh, to, to launch or grow their business? Well, I, I guess there's a couple tips, a couple real key, simple tips. And I've sh- anybody who's launching their own business, especially online service type industry business, um, you know, whether they call it knowing your niche or whether they call it knowing your ideal client avatar, whether it's knowing your market, that is so key. But the piece that a lot of people don't know why is two things. One, knowing that your key client is, you know, men in their, you know, in their late thirties who have been divorced and own a cat, let's just say whatever. (laughs) Um, That, that, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. But once you know who that those people are, you can actually go online, you can go into groups and you can actually find out the questions that they're actually asking. Mm-hmm. And once you find out, here's the part, when I first learned it, it was like the light just went, it was, the explosion in my mind is like, it, it tied so much of it together because you, people have probably done the exercise of defining your ideal client avatar you know, giving them a name, where do they live? What do they do? The second piece, when my mentor taught me, it was like, okay, now take all of that. Now go a level deeper. What, what's going on in their mind? What are the questions that they're asking? Mm -hmm. What are the problems that they have? Where are they at in their life? Because now if you can take your product or your solution or your service and actually answer those questions, enter the conversation that's going on in their mind, Mm. Two things happen. One, that's how you develop your copywriting. That's how you do your content marketing because you're, and when people hear it and people see it, you're almost, they're almost shocked because they're like, how did Chris know that? I was just thinking that same thing last night. I need to learn more about this Chris guy because he's in my head. He lives here rent free. And, And so I would say that is such a key piece and then, then grow your influence. One of the things that I have a really difficult time with, and what I mean by difficult, it's, it's everybody wants to be the next Tony Robbins. Mm. And, and I appreciate that, right? Because they come from a place of good in their heart. They want to help. But what they don't understand is Tony Robbins didn't become Tony Robbins in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year. It took 40 years that's why tony can go into any crowd in any country men women children and he can influence it and 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 make an impact yeah 
there's people who are starting off at, at you know, starting their business or starting their influence. You, you know, you, you can't do what he does. So that's mm-hmm. why we, and, and it's one of the most difficult things that we have with clients because two things happen. And, and I would really encourage your listeners to, to take this, what you're doing, the mindset. So here's where I can enter the mind of your listeners I know exactly what they're thinking. They're thinking, well, if Joe, if I reduce my client avatar, if I reduce that my clients that I'm chasing to men between the ages of 35 and 45 who are divorced, what about the men who are 55? And what about the men that aren't divorced? It's like, well, I always give them, and I love this saying, I don't, I don't know where I heard it, uh, but it's, it's a really impact. And I think about it every time. If you had a thousand dollars and you had a thousand friends and you gave each one of those people one dollar, nobody would speak about it because it wouldn't be an impact. Mm-hmm. But if you had a thousand dollars and you went to one very needy person and you gave them all of your energy, all of your mastery, all of your content, which was that thousand dollars the impact that you would make to their life for one should fill you. That's the service that you're trying to provide. Mm-hmm. You're trying to give, but what would happen then is that person now becomes the ball that rolls. That person's going to tell 10 people. And then mm-hmm. those 10 people will tend tell 10 people. So the, the, the expanding your reach will come, but it comes with impacting enough people first. Yeah. So I think that's, that's one piece I would say that was the biggest understand. And and then the part, it's one of the things that we teach our clients is that it's amazing. And and there's, I'll be honest, there's not enough of it right now with, with some of these influencers and some of these masterminds and some of these seminars that are happening that actually take it the next layer down, peel the next layer off the onion to say, okay, here's why you did that. Here's if, if you ever go on to my, to my personal uh, Facebook profile, where we, where we deliver content. Yep. We talk about the five primary and five secondary purchasing triggers. And when you actually understand your ideal client avatar and you combine it with those purchasing triggers, all of a sudden, every message that you deliver is that piece of gold that they were listening Mm. to because people buy for a reason and people have a problem. And if if, if you tickle their trigger with the trigger of the purchase, with good content, good copy, good message, good delivery, you'll you'll be so overflowed with with clients and customers yeah. that you you'll actually I don't know if you'll turn them away, but you'll have to, to 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 change your method of providing a service for them. Now, the one thing I will say, because uh, when you start to work with us or work with other mentors and things like that, we can teach you how to do that. But what you really need to do is, is that, remember I told you about the second part, having actions. If you haven't honed in your product yet, there's people who, and, and Chris, you've probably seen it online. Your listeners have probably seen it on, on, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those things where you actually get brought in a little bit with the, mm-hmm. with the content marketing. But then when you actually start to work with that coach or you start to work with that mastermind, you find a there's no substance to it. So yep. you can learn those steps. Anybody can. And, and, but I guess the thing is what I would say, and um, I, I love how, I don't know if you've listened to Grant Cardone so much, but I love how he's no BS. If, if you use these strategies, if, if you were to use the strategies that we taught you 
to charge people money for a service that you, that you can't provide, mm-hmm. then that that's where you get into that that gray line of the the cheesy sleazy salesman kind of thing. Don't yeah. do that. No, you can't. It's not about convincing. It's about delivering and providing a service and providing value all the time. The right people are going to. The, if you believe in it, the right people are going to come to you at the right time. Exactly. And you have to be really specific with who your ideal client is. 100%. The best, the best piece of marketing advice that I could give people is attract the people you want to work with and repel the people you don't. Your message, you should have someone who you love to work with. You should have a vision of that person in your mind. Um, and, and don't get distracted by the money. Don't get distracted by the financial pay because someone wants to hire you as a coach. Because I'll, I'll just tell you from personal experience and I'll share my own story is that I've had clients that I've worked with in the past when I first started out five years ago when I first started taking on actual coaching clients mm-hmm. and I just wanted to make an impact. I just wanted to coach people and make that impact because I believed I had a message and something to share. And I took on the wrong clients and guess what? doesn't matter how much you give it doesn't matter how much you serve it doesn't matter how much you provide if they're the wrong client they're never going to be satisfied Mm. and the damage that you do to your own personal confidence the damage that you do to that client and the damage that you do to your reputation is not worth the one or two or five or ten thousand dollars that you actually might charge for that client yeah, I, it was the same conversation I had the week when I was having some guided hypnosis. Uh, he spoke about there's going to be a time when you're going to have too many people coming to you for your service, and it's okay to say no. Do you agree with that? I totally. I, I think that's the great. Uh, one of my mentors says to me, when you start to become successful, you take on new. Everybody's always got problems, but you take on new problems. I'd like to have the problem that, you know, I have to pay too many, too much in taxes and I've got too many people and not enough tickets for my seminar. And I've got too many clients and my waiting list is too long. I love those problems <laughs> rather, rather than someone who's out there on the internet slandering my name because I wasn't able to give them a service that they wanted. Yeah. yeah and, he, and he said exactly the same. It's going to hurt my brand if I bring on the wrong clients for me. So I'll just focus on, the people that I want. And that's exactly what you've just said, reframing it. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks Joe, this has been a really great conversation. Um, I want to end with one random question um, and it is completely random, but if you, if you could eat with anybody in the world from any place in the world, where would you eat and who would you, uh, what would you cook them? Well, I guess a couple of things. One, um, I'm, I'm Italian descent. So of course, Italian food, I love Italian food. So it would, it would be in Italy in a breathtaking, um, you know, visually breathtaking type of atmosphere, just for the inspiration of that, the pure beauty of it, somewhere off the beaten path, quiet. Um, I, of course, would have dinner with, with Tony Robbins, but not for the reason people think. Like most people would have dinner with Tony Robbins because you know to the level of success that he's been and they'd want mm-hmm. to learn they'd want to learn about this success or they'd want to learn how to change mindsets and things like that what I've seen 
in working with people like Tony and Dean and, 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 and other folks of that caliber of the, of the last few years is, is how to command a presence on a stage or on a platform or two individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is so powerful. It's so powerful. It almost goes back there have, that's where you, and, and I'm not in any way saying any of the people that I've worked with, but that's where sometimes people get in trouble with, with con men and things like that. It's mm-hmm. not because they're, it's not because their product is, is so superior. It's because they have such a rapport, such a commanding presence that you just, you just want to be with them. You want yep. to be around them. You want to listen. You want to purchase. You want to just drink everything that they're pouring. And so Tony Robbins, um, you know, has been massively successful. And I'm sure you could learn lots about NLP and you could learn lots about mindset and influencing people and running a business because Tony runs, uh, mo- most people don't know if you've heard Tony say, and he doesn't do it to brag, he just does it to actually tell people the possible. He's a kid with a high school education that runs 127 companies that make $6.4 billion a year in annual revenue. How many high school kids could say that? But he does it because he has good people to support him. He has good business partners. But if you could learn how to command an audience, command, imagine some of the people that he, Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, Oprah Winfrey, presidents, sports people, these are influential people on their own. Mm-hmm. And they stop to listen what the man has to say. That's a commanding presence. Yes. Yeah, that's is, is that's a really good skill. And influence is a really good skill. But being a, a human being, and, you know, having a really good connection with somebody that's I think that's the main thing. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So thank you for your time, Joe, it was a privilege to talk to you and i got rid of my nerves so (laughs) no it was really great to talk with you thank you very much for for jumping on today yeah chris if i could is it okay if i actually um introduce folks how to get a hold of me is that does that oh yes of course of course you can uh yeah how do they how do they get in touch with you well what i'd like them to do it's it's funny um there's people who spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on fancy websites and things like that um and it, it's one of the passions I have. People will ask me, well, what, why do you, you know, you, you have access to Joe to some of the, some really powerful people within the circles that you, that you're, that you're in right now. Why do you want to ha- help people that are, that are just starting out, that are launching a business that haven't made the money that you, you know, because oh, I, I tell people, do you want to work with Tony Robbins? Well, there's 98 people on his waiting list right now. And he charges a million dollars a year for four sessions. <laughs> can, can you do that, Chris? Could your listeners do that? But the, and, and so that's one of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever heard Tony say was model the people that are one or two steps ahead of you. Mm. Don't, don't model Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins could lose $100 million today. He wouldn't like it, but he could recover if the people I worked with, the businesses I worked with lost $100,000, it may destroy their businesses. Mm-hmm. So one of my passions that I have is I can work with more businesses. I can charge a more reasonable rate. I can provide them 100% of my energy and see them make those changes within their businesses 
So it gives me personal satisfaction. So how I would like people to reach out to me, I am just really active. My platform of choice uh, is Facebook. I I work through Facebook. Uh, I have two things there. I have my own personal page. My personal page is run by me. I do have a VA sometimes that answers uh, a virtual assistant for those who don't know what a VA is, uh, that answers some of my emails or does my scheduling sometimes. Uh, But my content and my connection to my personal page is me. So people Mm -hmm. can get a hold of me directly right there. And then the other thing is we actually have a, a new group page that we've just launched for people that we're working with, clients that we're working with. Um, and that's uh, our We Are Risk Takers uh, Facebook group page because then we can actually share more content in that page and have more followers. And then last but not least, just like yourself, Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm big on providing value and giving content. So you can catch our podcast the We Are Risk Takers podcast on Spotify, but we also host it live uh, on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I definitely want to get into. <laughs> yeah. But one step at a time. One that's step right. Time. One risk at a time. Or, one risk at a time. Beautiful. Is that, is that what you say? What, what, you're one risk away? You're one risk away from your greatest life's rewards. And that's yes. totally true, my friend. Those who, it is true. Those who remain in comfort uh, I, I love this saying, we work it with our clients and, and it really starts to open. You're going to take a risk either way. You can risk living normal and living a mediocre life and getting to the end of your life with regret, or you can take what risks you are comfortable and reach for the extraordinary. Amazing. That's a great place to end, I think. That's, <laughs> let, let them sit with that for a moment. <laughs> Let's make it interesting for your listeners. Anybody who comes to join the Facebook group, one of the things that we do, people, we tell people to have smart goals. So specific, measurable, actual, realistic, and time-oriented goals. Uh, what we do is actually we provide a yearly, quarterly, weekly, uh, monthly, and weekly calendar to help people track and, and, and put action, small action steps mm-hmm. into place. So here's what I'm going to do. So anybody who joins the group, once they've listened to this podcast, anybody who um, I'm going to let you give them the message word, Chris, you, you think of a message word, but anybody that connects from your listener uh, with your code word, we're going to add them to the group and we're going to send them out that free calendar so that they can actually start working on their goals. Okay. Amazing. That sounds like a plan. Uh, maybe we just call it. No, let me think about it. Let me have some thought about it, but definitely I'll let them know in the outro. Okay, thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, it was a privilege to spend some time with you and I know your time is very precious, so I'll, I'll let you go. It was a pleasure sharing with your listeners today and uh, all the success, my friend. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on Talking With Experts podcast with myself and Joe Moulton. I really enjoyed it and I hope you got a lot out of it too. Remember, you are only one risk away. Will you take a risk to stay where you are in your comfort zone or take a risk towards your desired goal? I'll leave that with you. But for now, all the links that Joe mentioned to join his private group or send him a message will be in the show notes down below. So make sure to check all of them out. If you want any extra support or you want me to ask certain questions for my guest experts, then join our Talking With Experts community on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Talking With Experts. I'll see you next week.